0: Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Geekly Revealed, that show that brings you geeky news on a weekly basis. You know how it goes, it's geeky, it's weekly, it's geekly. As always, it's me, your host, Dom, aka Brother Dom, all over the internet. And once again I am joined by my great co-host. Would you like to tell the people who you are?
1: Hey y'all, it's Stephanie, aka Captain Steph on Twitter, the Snow Queer on Tumblr, and uh you know, if it comes through, there's a party going on outside, so if it doesn't, uh, you're missing out. Um, so I just wanted to give you all a heads up about my good old audio this
2: week. <laughs> duh, 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 duh. That's the beat. I'm Eric Still, uh, aka also known as the Tindy Losey on Twitter, and that's it. That's the only place you can find me. And it was a week. It, w- it was a week. Will, Big news week.
0: Yeah, actually a lot happened this week. It, it's really weird to think about, you know, uh, we're going to be trying a new format this week to try to condense uh, the general the length of the podcast and also give it a little bit more focus and kind of give y'all more of an identity of what we're doing. You know, kind of, we want to be people who are looking at the character of things, you know, the whole thing's based on character reveal, so we kind of want to reveal some of the more of the character of the topics we talk about, you know, getting into geeky pop culture subjects and talking more about them than just a recap, because there's lots of good recap shows out there, and, you know, I think we were one of them, but we want to get a little bit tighter focus, and then at the end, we're still going to run through, like, a few topics that we missed out on, because a lot of this is still worth talking about and saying was there, so we're going to try that out, uh, but before we jump into topics, I still must ask, how are you all doing? This week, you know, it's been a week, but how are you doing?
2: You know, you asked. Go ahead, Eric. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, I was just gonna say, you know, pretty, pretty okay. It's, you know, it's stressful times. We, I think everybody feels that, but made it through. It's good to hear.
1: I was just gonna say, you asked me that, and I completely forgot everything that happened in the last week, except like being depressed about things. So, I mean, that's I, what I, I meant.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we do what we can. We do what we must because we can. That's what they say, right? That's the that's yep. a scientific method. <laughs> we do what that's, we must because we can. That's a meme thing, right? Video games, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I used to be a podcaster like you until I took an arrow to the knee. No, man. Prescient. <laughs> <laughs> oh, actually, yes. Um... <laughs> That'll that'll come back soon. Uh, something cake cake is a lie. Something Skyrim. Something whatever. Oh um, Lord. But we're gonna do three three topics, three hosts, and I believe we were going to start with Stephanie this week.
1: Yeah. So uh, one of the things we wanted to talk about this week is uh, so Amazon's releasing this new uh, ring drone that I <laughs> guess like it sits in your house and occasionally like pops out of its little charging portal to just fly around unguided all on its own like speed and just film shit that happens in your house which cool nothing bad could ever good. happen because of that <laughs>
0: <laughs> so it's flying around inside your house or the outside of your house
1: so it, it like the the ad I saw I watched showed it like coming up out of like a little like charging deck on your like uh, end table in your living room okay and like floating around, so I guess it's like the inside version of the ring doorbell, which I already hate. Um, yeah. Like, like, it's, like, I think that I think there is a space in the world for the internet of things, like the quote-unquote internet of things, but like, so much of it is not being used to make any, like, one's lives easier, anything more <laughs> accessible. It's being used to increasingly surveil and like and categorize people at
2: large yeah because amazon doesn't have a great history of like keeping like tabs on that kind of user information like
1: like like even the like like they're already with the ring doorbells like giving information from them to law enforcement that they aren't entitled to without a warrant and like people are like already using them for
0: nefarious purposes awesome that's great
1: yeah and that's just the doorbell that's that like is one stationary thing that's outside your house and like this like the the thing about the drone is it's self-guided it's a quote-unquote self-guided like it's not something that you the end user have any control in telling it where to go
2: dear amazon i love my new ring door drone but it seems kind of weird that it keeps coming into the bathroom while i'm using it and taking a shower <laughs> it's like the snitch older brother of the roomba <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> truly it's truly like just so disturbing to me i don't like it like even the one article that i read uh, um about it was like was like I don't. I'm not as paranoid as other people who are concerned about this, but there's still a very like significant potential for like a like a a hack ha, a hacker of limited ability to use this to spy <laughs> on people, or worse, someone from the ring company.
2: Yeah, could which use is, it
1: to spy on people.
2: <laughs> I mean, that's going to be a thing.
0: Like, yeah, yeah. That, you just assume that's going to happen. You just take that. you've taken that as the acceptable risk when you get this in your house.
1: And, like, yeah, it's just, it feels like, and aside from, like, all of that, it feels like something that if you have even a remotely, um, athletic pet, that they are going to jump up and knock out of the sky.
0: Yeah, that too. But, like... So what's just, uh... what's the purpose in having it though? Like what like is it to stop crime that is is it, is it to just get a record of bad things that are happening in your house? Is that the point well, of it? they
2: say they say most embezzlement happens from like inside the company. So <laughs> they're assuming that people who are stealing from you are just your family.
0: <laughs> I mean, that's fair. <laughs> Cuz I'm just wondering yeah. like if someone breaks into your house, this must be this data must be stored server side. Because if a robber breaks into your house and they see the snitch drone, (laughs) they're going to hit it out of the sky because I I doubt it's a great drone because, like, that's a weird place to invest a lot of tech, like, to be a good drone, like, to get away. So, like, this is being saved somewhere else. So, like, even if someone doesn't, like, hack into your, your ring drone, they can hack into ring or something like that, Right.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah,
0: Or or else this is a terrible idea Like oh hey what if security cameras Had the tape in the security camera Well that's not a security (laughs) camera anymore That's just an installation to be knocked off the wall
1: Yeah it's actually The the, the, uh, Government name of this device Is the Ring Always Home Cam Um, I mean Where else is it gonna go Yeah it says (laughs) you put in a map of your house So that it can independently fly around To check out strange noises or run patrol When you're not home so like it's really just like the most aggressively, like over-targeted home security system.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't. Why would you put that in your house willingly?
1: Amazon hilariously calls this "privacy you can hear," because apparently it's very noisy.
2: Well, yeah, like most <laughs> small like drone. yeah, privacy you can hear. It's- <laughs> That's so, like, your privacy, we can hear it. Like, what kind of ad campaign? That's... Sorry, sorry, is it privacy you can hear or security you can hear?
1: Uh, the quote of this article is privacy you can hear.
2: Okay, that makes even less sense because it is <laughs> not private.
1: <laughs> I'm not alone. <laughs> like, I have this <laughs> creepy stalker.
2: It's...
0: it's uh, being a pop That's... culture podcast, we're a little bit media poisoned over here, but I just can't help but think I'm like... Why do we keep inventing more methods for Skynet? Like, why? Why are we doing this? Why are we creating like our robot overlords? Like, they're not gonna. It's not gonna take a lot for them to take over one day. It's gonna like, oh hey, I've become self-aware. You already gave me all the tools. I know everything about you.
2: I, I truly don't understand the use case. Like, if you are the kind of person who needs this, chances are you already have a separate security team. Like, (laughs) because if you're that worried about something happening in your home while you are not there, that you're going to invite a drone in to take care of that for you? Like, like,
1: (laughs) what happened? Like, it's not like you can do anything about it, like, can it? Like, is it also tied in, like, a a home security system that, like, it calls the calls the you, police or like you
2: know inevitably this will somehow be racist and that it does call the police but it's like you know the because whole... a black
1: person's in their own house exactly
2: yeah, yeah probably like... yeah. <laughs> i mean here's the thing about that though
0: eric that's what it would try to do but as we've saw last week twitter algorithms are like computer algorithms are famously racist so it wouldn't even know that there's a black person in your house uh, <laughs> <laughs> <it> would only <laughs> see the white person on tv yeah it's like oh hey oh it's the tv it's fine but no um what I would imagine, which could potentially be pretty cool, um, if you're doing all this stuff with, like, the Internet of Things, like you said, you should be able to, like, look at it from another device. So if I'm at work, my Ring drone is flying around my house or my apartment or whatever, and it's like, oh, hey, strange presence, and they send an alert to your phone. It's like, would you like to Skype call with your Ring light to see what it sees? I guess is the use case, so maybe you call the cops. Or say, you'd say, like, Alexa, call the cops, because if it's Amazon, okay. which I mean, I guess that's better than calling the cops two hours later when you get home, but still, you're still not going to be able to do anything about it, and the officers are going to show up like, well, yep, you were right, this place definitely got robbed, like, you know, <laughs> 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 what do you want me to do and about then, it? And then,
1: given the statistics of, uh, of police intervention, it won't get solved.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, congratulations, you have a home movie of that time you got robbed. <laughs> you could point to
2: the guy and be like, look at this guy taking my stuff. It's like, yeah, that definitely is a person. It sure and is. Just... Uh.
1: But yeah, like, it's just like Alexa and all these things. Like, one of my room my roommate got a Google Dot, like, for free, like, with our cable package or something. Like, and we have never turned it on. And it just sits in the, <laughs> it sits in the box because we're terrified of it. Like...
0: I know yeah, a guy that was I, pretty into tech, and he was always against that stuff. And after a certain point, he was like, "Look, man, if you're using any of this stuff, like to begin with, like a, a phone or anything, like all your data is already taken. We, we're all pretty sure our phones are just listening to us." Is ha- he said to me, and I kind of get this train of thought, which is not to say everyone should do this, but this I get it. Is if if you've already got a phone, is a is a Google, what's it called, a Pixel Home? Yeah, I have a couple of them. See, see my phone just activated because I have my phone right there just from saying the word Google. Um, But the point is, if you have your phone, is it really that much worse to have some of these homes, these dots around your house? It's probably not worse. It's not good that you had the first thing. But there's a lot of cool stuff that you could do with it once you've already surrendered your security by having the phone in the first place. (laughs) That said, I still don't get what you should get out of the drone. Yeah. Like, I get the little speakers where it's like, I need to say, hey, device, please do this thing in this room. Turn the lights off. Turn the heat on. That stuff's cool. I I don't get the drone.
2: I don't know. I've been an advocate of not even ever using Alexa's or DOTS just because, like, the propensity for them to malfunction in certain ways could be pretty high. Oh, yeah, Um, that's fair. But
0: I, I don't know. That's kind of what the messed up part is, is like, do you carry your phone around and do you leave the assistant on? Because some people do turn that off, but like if you leave the assistant on and you carry your phone around with you, you may as well have the dots around so you can at least play some music out of better speakers. It's kind of like...
2: I've literally (laughs) never activated uh, the Google Assistant program on any Android device I've owned.
0: That's probably Um, a good thing. I have and it's fun.
2: (laughs) i mean i'm sure it is like i'm sure it could be interesting it's just one of those things where i've never had the need for it so uh was something i never bothered with you very rarely
0: do um i've heard some good applications of it like if you need to call somebody or somebody who leaves their phone in one room and go to the other and you have a a, a home in that room you say hey i'm sending a message pick up your phone i need to talk to you (laughs) edge cases but cool but unless you have like smart lights smart switches around the house you don't really need the application that much. You could probably just, like, talk to your phone, you know? Yeah. Like, I had one in my bedroom for a while, and I eventually just put it away, because I'm like, I'm not even using this. Like, it's just picking up extra of my conversation with no benefit, so until I decide to
2: use it, back in the box, you go. Sleek design, though. (sighs) But, yeah, the the moral of the story is, please don't get a drone in your house. Yeah. Any other thoughts on that, Steph?
1: Um, guillotine jeff bezos yeah that's you true can quote me on that
2: in the bees bot so
0: that's so here's the question for you what do you trust more <laughs> an amazon. amazon drone in your house or a facebook drone in
2: your house amazon because like yeah, amazon.
0: Amazon
1: <laughs> amazon's only interested in me for pure cold profit
2: yeah Facebook might profit off of me, but it might like sell my data to like some electioneering bullshit. Yeah, yeah, so it
0: can like enhance Nazi agendas. But Jeff Bezos is like, are Nazis profitable? Oh, they're
2: not. Then I don't care about them. (laughs) Yeah, Jeff Bezos is like, I just want to know if he needs more toilet paper. (laughs) (laughs) It's
1: very important to to me to know if this one man. In the Midwest has enough toilet paper.
0: <laughs> I feel like he is truly the most like neutral evil. Like there's no other like there's no principles. There's not even chaos. It's just like one goal, money, and I'll be evil to get it. But like Money and how shiny can I make my head <laughs> I'm not gonna fault him for that. Like oh like if you're bald. No, must... dude, if I
2: if I was bald, I was ma- I would make it as shiny as possible. Yeah, yeah like the I... new
1: guy on whatchamacallit? The new guy the new host on off has a very shiny head
2: yeah
0: I mean you got if you're bald and you don't have a shiny head it just looks like you don't moisturize and nobody wants your ashy opinions so like uh you gotta have a shiny head it's <laughs> true. or at least a matte finish <laughs> Well
2: <laughs> if, if we are um if if we feel that we have uh fully exhausted our thoughts on Am- on Amazon seeing everything we do all the time I'm satisfied um staff yeah. are, are you satisfied okay i mean you're not yeah, satisfied because out. it's a bad I am, thing but... i
1: have never been satisfied <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: but speaking of money there was a big amount of money spent not this week probably before but announced that it was spent this week so the big game well one of the big news in gaming this week was um you know microsoft got a lot of shit for not being able to have any exclusives on the uh, xbox series x so they said well if we can't make uh exclusive games we'll just buy them <laughs> and they they bought ZeniMax media which is a parent company of a number of studios including id arcane machine games uh tango and bethesda um this is like basically a very 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 large development company and they paid 7.5 billion with a B dollars for them good god mm. that is that is more than the acquisition of Disney buying Marvel and Star Wars combined oh my god that's so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> Before, i know we're going to deep dive I into have the,
1: infinite money
0: i know we're going to deep dive into like the ramifications of this but you know how like like desperate that looks like, Disney oh, did not yeah. need to buy Marvel and Star Wars to be profitable. Well, that's just something that, like, this will make us even all the money. This will just make us more money. But I feel like Xbox is like, we need to make some money. We better buy <laughs> Well, the the,
2: <laughs> the general feeling that it seems like uh, kind of like, you know, games journalism as a whole uh, this week kind of put behind this was that, you know, this was Microsoft kind of throwing its weight around. Microsoft is a huge huge company. Yeah. Sony couldn't do this. <laughs> Nintendo <laughs> couldn't do this. So why couldn't Microsoft Sony? Microsoft
1: has all that sweet sweet ice money.
2: Ugh. Yeah. Oops. Um I mean I I think theoretically Sony probably could if it was like a purchase from their like Sony as a whole.
0: Yeah, but PlayStation like, could do this.
2: Yeah, but like their PlayStation division is like kind of like a separate business within Sony, like I don't think that they would be allotted that kind of funding to just buy Bethesda. Sure. Or, sorry, by ZeniMax. Just saying Bethesda is, like, only one small piece of it. And even that alone is still pretty big. Yeah. Um,
0: so, so do we want to, um, just for maybe some of the listeners who don't know about this, do we want to talk about at least, like, some of the games that yeah. ZeniMax has so, to at least give this some weight, because just saying a bunch of company names? Yes,
2: yeah, I was I was about to do that. Cool, so, cool, cool. Um, the like, the games impacted by this that, like, most people would know are things like doom quake dishonored wolfenstein all of the elder scrolls fallout and um evil within which is probably like less known but it's a very good horror game um and i'm probably forgetting some in there like that's just kind of like you know a quick glance yeah um you know because like bethesda is also currently developing a couple games like starfield and like ghostwire tokyo like these different other like games uh arcane did prey which was also a a pretty pretty big big release last year yeah yeah couple years yeah so um all of these are now microsoft exclusive going forward um which if you have You can't paid... make
1: your own exclusive skill <laughs> yeah. got is fine. Yes. <laughs> Which
2: and if you've paid any attention to gaming within the last ten years, you have undoubtedly heard of the game Skyrim or the Elder Scrolls uh five, Skyrim.
1: Yeah, it's one of those things that like, oh you know, all of them are just Skyrim now.
2: Yes. And that alone, like going forward elder scrolls 6 being a microsoft exclusive or microsoft has the ability to make it an exclusive like that moves consoles like that's huge yeah
0: that really um, hurts the uh it, it's not that i don't think anyone would buy a system solely for skyrim but if it's the only system skyrim was on i think people would buy it or whatever the next
2: Obliv- uh, elder scrolls will be yeah and um you know this is a it also additionally has some implications where, like, so Sony previously, when the, uh, when the PS5 was announced, there were two games that Bethesda was developing that were exclusive, if not timed exclusives, to to the PlayStation. This included Starfield and Ghostwire Tokyo. That's a new for up, me, dog. <laughs> apparently, up guy? until, like, a couple, like like, within the last couple months, like, Sony was in talks to continue, like, getting more additional exclusives from Bethesda. So, no. so this can't
1: like were they double dealing them or like was this a very recent
2: I, you know i decision? i don't have the answer to that um but but uh, phil spencer the head of uh, the xbox games department and within microsoft came out and said that they will honor any currently existing exclusivity deals that were previously made by bethesda or anything within Zenimax. So, Ghostwire Tokyo will still be an exclusive game on the PS5 made by Microsoft.
0: I <laughs>
2: so um, love that for us.
0: That's um that's good, in a
2: way. Yes. Uh, but it, it, it's going to be wild booting up a PS5 and seeing Microsoft Studios come up when you start up a game. <laughs> I,
0: I, you know what? I, I've heard rumors that are like, rumors and speculation based not like not on fact and people admit not a fact that microsoft one day is planning on getting out of the console game and just being a, a developer especially since yeah we always say they only have one console but like they technically have like a big share of like pc games and stuff like that but the majority share yeah like that's you know people play steam through microsoft most of the games are developed with microsoft interface like in mind or uh infrastructure in mind so like I think that's what held a lot of people back from playing Xbox is like well they don't have exclusives and a lot of their games are coming to PC anyway and I have a PC yeah um, so and I mean, anything
2: a... anything going forward that is like a Microsoft first party exclusive will it'll also release Xbox on game. PC so yeah it'll, it'll be Xbox and PC like everything is Windows 10 and, and uh, Xbox at this point so yeah so like that's fine
0: for me that's one less system I have to like,
2: <laughs> that technically yeah. there's two less systems I have to worry about in a way depending yeah. on where the game is but just, this is um. It, it made a lot of waves this week just because of like the implications of, you know. Then does Microsoft continue? Because they said it would be a case by case basis based on exclusivity as well as like multi console releases going forward. So when the Elder Scrolls Six comes out, it's up to Microsoft <laughs> if they want to put that on the PS Five or not. Um, yeah. That's just throwing weight around. They've yeah, yeah. uh,
0: they've been willing to play ball though for a while though like. They've been doing a lot of stuff with Nintendo, yep. um, and I know a lot of games that are cross-platform have been, like, PC, Xbox, Switch can yeah. play together, and PlayStation
2: could not. And, and that turned uh, out that's that was, partially... like, on
0: Sony side, apparently.
2: Yeah, it, and, it's, and partially that whole, like, process was, like, spearheaded by Phil Spencer. Like, he has always, like, been very consistent in his goal of basically, like, uniting gaming as a whole. Like kind of making all plat like platform almost irrelevant.
1: Avengers uh, Assemble. <laughs> yeah,
2: because um, he want like they want to sell uh, Game Pass Ultimate, which is like their their service where you pay like fifteen dollars a month and can just play a bunch of games indefinitely. Like it's like Netflix of games for Microsoft, and like they just want people in on that ecosystem. So the more like developers that they bring into that ecosystem where they control it, the more appealing that becomes to the public. Right. Um, originally, mm. like last year, they were talking about possibly bringing Game Pass to Switch, so you would be able to play your Game Pass games on your Switch, like through streaming, basically. And that would be you know, wild. Like... That'd be such yeah, like that a...
1: sounds wild.
2: Yes, yeah. and that's kind you, of taken you would be a like back an seat. An Xbox but... Live account
0: and a Switch Nintendo account <laughs> to play these games.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah and and you know it's it's become a more and more attractive service as they're rolling out things like the microsoft x cloud where you know you'll be able to play your game pass games on any mobile device or anything that can like basically have access to the internet and controller input um could be cool yeah so it's uh it's definitely an interesting move they've acquired something like 23 separate studios in the last few years so like they've clearly been trying to become more of a, like, parent company almost. I would like like to say like so, they're they're not mm-hmm. they don't have you know a, a Microsoft Studios team themselves so much anymore as they just have a bunch of these developers that they have purchased and are letting them do their thing.
0: I mean, it's faster so, to do it that way because you have games like Ori in the Blind Forest or Ori in the Will o' Wisps and Cuphead that are like Xbox Studio games, but like we know they're indie games or something like that. Yeah, And those were, like, huge successes. People love those games, so they're like, hey, if we just keep doing this on a giant scale, like, yeah. And, and companies you know, don't make like... money on consoles anyway, so it's in Microsoft's best interest for them only to sell games. And they just have yeah. a console just in case you don't buy PC.
1: Which is wild yeah. to me because, like, then the the prices that we discussed last week for new consoles are just absolutely made up from, sk- like, from thin air.
2: Essentially, yes.
0: Like, I mean, so... They're I, trying to split the difference, because they still lose money on these, and they're and they're still jackass expensive, and they still lose yeah. on them.
2: Yeah, because the other, the other big thing that came out this past week uh, for Microsoft was their external hard drive expansion for the Xbox Series S and Series X prices got announced. It's a very specific type of hard drive that only one producer is making... And to buy an ex- like an additional external hard drive, I believe like one terabyte, it's like two hundred and twenty five dollars. Get
0: out of here with that nonsense, Jesus fucking. Which Christ. like,
2: if you look at it, that's only seventy five dollars cheaper than the Series S itself. <laughs> so, oh
0: <my> <laughs>
2: and you <laughs> so, can't use like a
0: regular hard drive. You cannot. <laughs> that's a that's a,
1: a joke.
0: That's a deal yeah. breaker for me, dog. Yeah. No wonder um, they want all these games. They just want you to play them on PC. <laughs> To, like, don't uh, buy our console, like, we're trying yeah. to get you to stop.
2: <laughs> well, it's, you know, the another discussion to have about, like, the console prices in general is that, you know, we have these diskless versions of the consoles that are, like, significantly cheaper, like, about $100 cheaper on both, I believe. Right? Mm-hmm. And the reason that is, is they want you to buy those cheaper versions because that completely eliminates the secondhand game market. Yeah. And yeah. they make money off of every single purchase that you make for that system. Exactly. And that's... And then they can... They also
0: own the rights to it, too. Which
2: Correct. is something...
1: Yeah, and as we've discussed before, you're literally just... You're buying a license to... Yeah. That thing. You're not actually buying the thing.
2: So, I, I'm always going to be a... Uh... I want uh, the
1: disc part yes. I want to have the physical
2: I'm an advocate for physical media when available um, you know there are certain games that just don't get physical releases and that sucks like PC games in general just do not get physical releases yeah um, but at least with
0: that people it's bad to say but at least there's such a, a thriving pirate market that those games never disappear like yeah you don't need a physical copy because an EXE file can always exist in some form yep. or fashion so you can still allow the ways especially with like Humble and other places, they'll sell you an EXE fosters so It's like you own that game. I mean, not yeah. physically, but like we can't take it away from you. Yeah, they'll, they'll sell a lot nice. of like
2: DRM free versions, you know, like I I think like uh Green Man Gaming or Good Old Game is one of the two of those. I think both like specialize in that kind of stuff. So Which is really nice. Um, yeah. Um but anyways, that's a bit of a divergence from the whole um I, I really just want to focus on that moment of seven point <laughs> five billion dollars. <laughs> Better for... than EA
0: having them though. If we're keeping it yes. real,
2: <laughs> yeah, it's just you know that's that's huge. That 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 amount of money, like this, just kind of shows like the general like like video games are profitable. Like that's like if. If a company is willing to spend seven point five dollar seventy five seven point five dollars <laughs> seven point <laughs> five billion dollars to acquire this like group of studios, like they have to see that value in those studios. So yeah. that's just crazy to me. <laughs> yeah.
1: So they paid ten million times for Max what Trump paid in taxes in twenty sixteen
2: <laughs> and twenty seventeen. Um, and
1: twenty seventeen. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: That's so cool. yeah. that is that that is a wild. Th- those are two wild amounts of money in completely yep. different reasons and directions.
2: Yep. But yeah. Uh, yeah, that's what I had. You know, I, I I'm curious to see what uh, they continue to do with like exclusivity. And, you know, um, I, I wonder if like Sony retaliates in some way and buy something else or if Microsoft just continues on their crusade to buy every company.
1: <sighs>
2: well, it is interesting. But... That's
1: what makes good competition.
2: Yeah. The th- better art but, but the thing is sony will still have all the jrpgs so yeah. <laughs> so like, big shrug i gotta buy a ps5 i guess <laughs> yeah like i guess they mostly just bought
0: western companies
2: right <laughs> yeah essentially
0: so like sony still sitting there like dog we still have final fantasy like what are you doing like
2: <laughs> yeah I, I saw a comment on an article it was someone saying like oh microsoft should buy square and then i was in my head i was like no like they would Square wouldn't sell to Microsoft because they're like they tried that once, and the three <laughs> games that they gave to the 360 ex- exclusively sold like shit. <laughs> Cause, yeah, because there is zero like like close to zero Japanese install base for like Microsoft products.
0: Yeah, so like so... Square's they there like, bro, there's nothing you can give us. Like, yeah, what's the <laughs> thing you can do? That's, like that's we're gonna funny. come
2: out on the Sony and Nintendo consoles, like sorry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's a funny place to be in. And let's let's remember one of the major times that a company was in talks with Sony and then like it, like pulled out of that. And that was when Nintendo did it and went with the 64 <laughs> instead of the Sony disk drive. So yeah. like, screw you, we'll make our own console, and caused major problems for Nintendo down the road to this day. <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> we're gonna make our own console with Clues and hookers
0: and animated Laura Croft, Anime titties. <laughs> and Laura. Look, we're gonna make our own console with a bandicoots and Croft. Uh, wild stuff. It's the yeah. name of my band,
2: <laughs> Bandicoots
0: and Croft. Uh, croft beer, my favorite. Uh, Crash comes out this weekend, so that's kind of cool. Uh, mm-hmm. I was listening it to does? this not today. Yeah, Crash for about time for the PS4. Uh, and, it's about time. That. Yeah.
1: Um. I need it. You need a PS4. Damn it.
2: They should be getting cheaper and cheaper, uh,
0: especially when the PS5 True, drops. The...
2: I can't imagine that a PS4 right now should be above $300. <laughs>
0: it better not be. It will be a bad look. Um, hmm. But yeah, the last major topic we're going to get into um, is going to be a topic from yours truly. And uh, it's about Future Club, uh, a new game studio. And from their website... Uh, they are a group of experienced game developers coming together to create cool and fun games for the future. So, like, why does this matter, really? Like, who, who cares that another studio is coming up? Well, you should. Support artists. But uh, these are uh, multiple uh, employees, developers uh, that have resigned from Lab Zero Games, the people who made Skullgirls and Indivisible. Half uh, of you remember uh, Mike Zymont? Uh, Mike Z, they always call him. He had control of the company, and got exposed for being just kind of a shitty person. Um, just assault, like, uh, harassing people. Hmm?
1: Big ol' pervert?
0: Uh, yeah, I think a pervert, making racist jokes, stuff like that. Uh, he did it to, to, to all the genders at the company, so, I mean, I guess there's that. I don't know, who's like, a turbo pervert.
1: Equal, equal opportunity <laughs> turbo pervert.
0: Yeah, like, wow, that's, I don't know, is that the silver lining we're looking for in 2020? I don't know. Um, but yeah, so people are like, yo, we're tired of this shit. And he's like, yo, cool, I'll just lay you all off anyway. If, you, if you're not going to quit, I'll, I'll lay you off. So they're like, fine, we'll start our own. Uh, a cooperatively structured independent game studio. So I really like this, actually, um, a, a gaming co-op. I think there should be more things like this. But it's really cool to see a bunch of people what, in some form or fashion, is a form of unionizing. And they're saying, "Hey, we're gonna do our own thing over here. Kind of, we're gonna make our own games without the blackjack and ho- hookers. Without the blackjack and hookers. Kind of like we're tired of <laughs> your scumminess, and You're sick to
1: death of the blackjack and hookers. It's too,
0: it's too much, man. Uh, <laughs> and the bad work conditions. So yeah, they uh, they want to be like, really open and honest with people. And just, like, yeah, they have a cool logo too, which is un- unimportant but very nice to me." But yeah, th- there's a lot of cool people on this team. I'm just pulling it up right now. Um, you know, the artists that were there before, like some of the musicians, and they have like a lot of games in their past. Like their CEO worked on uh, Indivisible and League of Legends, uh, uh, Mariel Kanuko. Can- I'm sorry if I'm getting that wrong. Uh, she's a creative director, and she's been like one of the main artists on Skullgirls. She worked on Scott Pilgrim Game, Shantae Series, Till Morning's Light, Indivisible, so lots of pedigree on this team. Um, so, yeah, I think it's really good. So far, they have, like, 15 or so people on the team. And that's uh, bringing their powers together to treat each other with respect and do a uh, worker-owned product. So that should yeah, be so pretty like, nice.
2: You said it was a co-op, or are they, like, structuring it as a co-op?
0: They, I, I've seen language it suggests that. Um, okay. they, they say it's employee-owned, and they believe that they are a greater sum of their parts. So I'm just okay. kind of looking at some of their in, information on their uh, main page and stuff like that. Still relatively bare-bones since they don't have any projects, but they just kind it's of want like to announce where we're at right now. So
2: I like it.
1: Like, yeah, yeah, that's really cool.
2: Any any like company that's more owned by its employees than something top-down, uh, especially within like a creative industry like that, is definitely a good thing to see.
1: Yeah, workers deserve the profits from their labor.
0: Exactly. So if they ever have like fancy cars or anything like cool, they didn't exploit people to get that cuz they all worked together. Um, but I know about game development mm-hmm. so and I've talked to game devs so they won't have fancy cars and that they makes won't me have sad. Fancy cars, but... <laughs> no. <laughs> um, unless their first game is like Among Us or <laughs> or, or or Hades That's or something. Yeah but yeah so i mean this is just pretty cool I, I don't have a lot to say about it. it's just something i think is very important and cool to see uh a team come together and say you know we don't it's basically that thing of going independent um from a record label like we've had indie games forever but we're not going to be underneath somebody we're going to work as a team and that way we'll be able to share in our profits and share in our decisions and uh their team looks you know fairly diverse um at least across gender lines and a little bit across race lines, which, you know, that's just part of starting a team with people that were employed somewhere else. You start with who you have. That said, it's, you know, it's, I think they'll make good decisions. They all seem like pretty good people. So I'm, I'm, I'm happy about that. It's it's nice to see. I'm glad they don't have to work for, like, somebody who's, like, kind of trashy. So
1: Big old creepo anymore. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, y'all know, if, if you've listened to a single episode of this show before y'all know my opinion on uh on workers standing together to assert their
2: rights (laughs) Um, and i'm pretty sure we all agree with that so yeah
1: for sure it's very i think this is really cool i think because i know that there's been movements to create like a game like game dev union or like a game workers union for a while like i follow their twitter um but like obviously that hasn't like worked yet so it's nice to...
0: Yeah, there's a lot more of it going so far on the journalist side, I believe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think just because that's an established industry in a, in the sense that...
1: Yeah, and there's... There's rules like for that. A, yeah. yeah, there's rules for that, and they're, like, already... Like, it, there are journalism unions to affiliate with already, whereas, yeah. like... Like, Kickstar- the Kickstarter United Union was the very first tech, like, Silicon Valley tech union... Like, That's
0: awful because Kickstarter's not that old.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and that was like last year that they that they uh, organized. So it's really good to see people kind of pushing back and working to yeah, make would, an industry that makes a lot of money a better place for the people who are not making. <laughs> up to this point, we're not making any of the money.
2: Yeah, we'd love to s- love to see that for across the board for more industries in general, and. Um, you know, it, it's hard to uh, convince people of their rights, though, which it shouldn't be. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Tell me about it.
2: <laughs> I,
0: I am glad to see it, though. It's, it, it's nice. Like I said, I, I can't say it enough. It's nice to see people have the power of what they're doing and be able to make decisions for themselves and hold each other accountable since everyone is, in some of their words, everyone's on an equal playing field, so there's not somebody who's going to be able to say, well, I'm above you all, this is how we're going to do it. Everyone has to follow suit. Like, they're all kind of on an equal yeah. footing, which the is only nice. The
1: thing I've ever read, most of what I know about co-ops comes from a book I read, like, last month um, about the first strippers union in San Francisco, which they were, like, a peep show that organized in, like, the the 90s.
2: I and, love the word um, peep show. Hmm? I love the word peep show. <laughs> right? I, I...
1: Yeah, and eventually so eventually they um they unionized and it was really successful and there was a whole like to do about it and then eventually the people who owned it were like, "Well, fuck y'all, this isn't profitable for us anymore, so we're closing because the internet and peep shows are not ex- as <laughs> not as exciting anymore." And they were like, "Well, fuck this. We we love what we do. We want to keep this place going." So they actually re like restructured the whole thing as a co-op. So they had the like the union and the co-op and like all that going until like they also were just like man we can't keep this going in in the age of the the intranet
0: yeah but i'd rather see a business go under because like another business came along rather than mismanagement you know (laughs) rather than like people being jackasses we, we wrung all the life out of our employees so our business died that that sucks but like oh hey someone else is doing this but like more efficient than us that's, that's unfortunate, but at least...
1: That's how business competition is actually supposed to work.
0: Yeah, at least no one was inherently exploited to destroy that. Now, granted, people were exploited, but that's not why the business model worked. If we would have treated internet sex workers with equality from the get-go, I think it still would have probably put like peep shows out of business. Uh, just because of the internet is easier to access.
1: That's true. But yeah, so co ops shit. We're pro co-op. We're pro. <laughs> we're pro sex worker. We're pro co-op. We're pro. Uh,
2: pro union. Pro
1: union.
0: Pro pro yeah. gamer, but like good gamers though, not like mm, yeah. I was gamer, gonna say like
1: mm,
2: I don't know if I really want to say that. <laughs> yeah. Pro see...
1: Biden anarchist.
2: <laughs> 2020s. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, uh, I yeah. thought that was a pro Biden of avenger. <laughs> 2020. <laughs> Because that was the Avengers A on that fake graffiti. It was like a bad at symbol because it was just an A. inside <laughs> yeah. of a circle.
0: Yeah, that's our major topics, but we have like a lot of, uh, well, some. Some yeah. some lighter topics will be at a speed through pretty fast. How about that? We want to jump into that?
2: Yeah, yes. I actually have one that I just remembered that probably should have tied in back to Stephanie's topic. Uh, if you don't mind that I start with this one real quick. Go off. Uh, Amazon announced their cl- cl- uh, their cloud gaming their clan. service yep. This this week called Luna. Um, which uh, you know, sure, why not? I guess. Sure, why not? (laughs) Didn't work for Google. Let's see if it works
0: with Amazon. But yeah, yeah. Yeah, What
2: was
1: the Google one called? Like (laughs) sepia. Sepia. (laughs) Sepia. (laughs) Sepia.
2: All the games are in orange tones. (laughs) Sepia would be a good throwback service. Like buy all your old games. Buy Google (laughs) Sepia. Um, but yeah, I mean. (laughs) Like, they certainly have the infrastructure <laughs> in place to make it work, so we'll see. Um, I still think that Microsoft has the best, like, service, um, I guess, like, uh, presentation. Like, they, they, they have, like, the, you know, they, they've got their Game Pass, and they're saying, like, oh, with xCloud, which is our streaming service, you'll just have access to that, whereas is like, you gotta buy the games, and this, I don't think they've really said what's gonna happen yet. Much harder sale. So, so. Yeah. Cool, cool.
1: Like, The only like quick question though about that, like, didn't like what's gonna be on it? Like, because Amazon Games didn't they have to pull their very first game that they released?
2: I mean, yeah, uh,
1: (laughs) rework on it.
2: Yeah, and like it's it'll probably be that like whatever will be able to be like their whole thing is it's game streaming. So they say that you're going to be playing on a computer that is like a supercomputer, basically. Which, whether you're getting that full experience or not, who fucking knows? It's I mean hard. I was going to say,
1: like, with my internet connection, I will not be getting that full experience.
2: Ex- yeah, I don't <laughs> exactly. know how they propose this to happen. It doesn't make any sense to me. No, but, but like, the idea is, like, what, what Google does, where they just, like, let developers release games on the platform. And you then could either purchase them, or they might be a subscription model. I'm not really sure. Like, the only thing they've said is that it's, like, a $5 a month or something, but they haven't said if that... In, or I haven't seen the release of whether you have to like pay five dollars a month and also buy the games, which that, that's a bad value proposition. Yeah. So, which is the words I was looking for when I was trying to talk about Microsoft's value mm-hmm. proposition. Um, cool. so, yeah. Sorry, that first topic very quick. <laughs> that's all right. <laughs> okay. Uh,
0: WandaVision, a trailer that came out.
1: Yeah. So the trailer for the Disney like WandaVision. Disney Plus show came out, um, I have no idea what the fuck happened in it, to be quite honest. Like, I'll probably watch at least an episode to see what it's actually about, but, like, it seems like maybe Wanda and Vision are stuck in, like, a some sort of time loop or, like, alternative realities or something because, like, you see them in all, the different, all these different decades and stuff, and, like, I'm not sure what's going on, but... Like
2: so, this is an Avengers thing.
1: Is, yeah, it's an MCU show, and okay. like I'm.
2: That's not. baby. Like, <laughs> it's not what I thought of, like a Wanda Sykes based show.
1: Oh no, that I would love to see, like a <laughs> Wanda Sykes stand up comedy special on Disney Plus. Disney
2: Plus called WandaVision. <laughs> that feels but, more uh, familiar than I feel like it should. But no,
1: yeah, I mean, the fact that it'll be free with D- the Disney Plus subscription I already have yeah like also speaking of this is I don't think I don't remember if we talked about this last week but on streaming Disney plus topics uh like I would never in my life pay thirty dollars for the Mulan movie. I would have paid 30 bucks for them to release Wonder Woman 84 and watch it now yeah but instead they're gonna release that in theaters like idiots in Christmas at Christmas
0: yeah people will uh people will find ways to watch it. Yeah. What's next? Oh, how about this? We heard that the Super Mario 3D All-Stars bundle <clears throat> was not worth it. Is yeah, that who'd true you hear that from from you? Is that true? <laughs>
2: yes. <laughs> so, I I don't think it's worth $60. Um, I get the fact that they're releasing it at $60 because it's limited time or whatever, you know, they're creating artificial scarcity. But they've done essentially no work to all three of the games. Other than like fix some control based stuff, and even that is like minimal at best. Um, Mario Sunshine is still a bad game, and you can't you can't <laughs> fix that. Um,
1: can't fix how bad that is. Yeah.
2: So like I I you know I just quickly throwing in there that like it is a cool thing to own if you are a fan of Nintendo and a fan of Mario. Like it is you know this thirty five anniversary like you know. Release thing, but if you're somebody who's like, oh well, like you know, I've never played those. Like I'd like to play them. Find another way. Don't spend sixty dollars on it. (laughs)
0: Like
2: you know, hey, like emulators exist. (laughs) Like
1: (laughs) this. uh, This podcast has become like a vaguely co-signing game piracy.
2: Yeah,
0: I'm not
1: the last two episodes. I'm not going to co-sign
0: game piracy, but I'm going to say. Companies are making a bad case for their own preservation by not offering things in a way that we can save yeah. that's fair no, that's
1: fair' cause that's that's why like the the like two dollar shonen jump membership is like a good idea and a good deal because it actually pulls people away from like scandalulations
0: yeah
2: yeah the, let's, let's the, offer the old,
0: instead of pirating it I'd rather get a little bit of money than no money,
2: <laughs> yeah. Also, additionally, the, uh, you know, I, I sit here and say, like, you know, uh, emulation exists, and Nintendo knows it, because all of those games are basically not running natively, they're running through emulators. So, you yeah. The only, the only <laughs> of the three games that's running natively is Mario Galaxy, and that's because they previously ported it to an Nvidia Shield tablet in China. So, like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're 64 and Sunshine are being emulated on their own system. Disgusting. Lord. Um. The
0: Emmys were last week or the week before. Uh, the, they were last time we recorded or the next day. I'm not sure. Yeah, they were sure. Sunday
1: night of the week, be- 10 days ago as of listening to this.
0: How Y'all you, you care about the Emmys? Anything from there? Oh,
2: I know Shit's Creek Schitt's cl- cleaned Schitt's Creek. up. And then Zendaya yeah. got a... Um, Here's my favorite part of the Emmys, is that if you were nominated for an Emmy and they... <laughs> They set somebody out with a trophy who would stand outside your house and then if you <laughs> lost they would just leave
1: <laughs> with, with the trophy just like a person standing silently outside with a like in a hazmat suit with an emmy
2: yeah just in case you got it I love they gave you one <laughs> and then if knock, you knock. lost they just walked away <laughs>
1: Get back in the limo and
0: roll away. That's got to be so awkward if you're nominated for several and you don't get one of them. They're like, I'm still here. You didn't get this one, but maybe you'll get the next one. I don't know. (laughs) Oh,
2: turns out you didn't get any of them. Bye. I'll
1: just gather all the, like like Adele holding her Grammys, just like gather all of them and just get back in your Uber.
2: Uh,
0: I get it, but like, why? Like, why do we do this? So that means there were just like a lot of just poser Emmys just out there in the world. Like, mm-hmm. they're just gonna come back like, yeah, this one didn't go to anybody. We'll yep. use them next year, I guess. Um <laughs> that's well, weird. They,
1: like, aren't they engraved, or do they engrave them later? I
0: think they engrave them later, but I mean, the person who the person who sends the Emmys probably knows who won, so it's like, they sent, only sent the, if they were going to
2: engrave them, they probably only sent the engraved ones. Yeah, but they don't want the people who are participating in the Emmys to, like, to like clearly get kn- to the yeah, cre- clearly know that they didn't win because there's nobody there with a trophy for them. Well, right. That person's standing there, but if they didn't win, the trophy
0: probably just didn't get engraved. It's just a falsy. Right, yeah. It's like, oh this box is empty. Sorry, sorry, chief. I knew I knew the whole time. <laughs> I knew
2: the whole time. <laughs> you seen but the I'm in the hazmat suit and I
0: can't tweet. She just didn't look on your face, you thought you were gonna win. <laughs> What's next? Uh um, some you wanna- a
1: fun thing that's coming up soon? Yes,
2: please. I like it's fun gonna things. It's going to be
1: Fat Bear Week.
2: Fat Bear. Yeah, there's Bear a week. whole week dedicated to me. It's so nice. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the National Park Service um social media is back to their shenanigans which uh, with Fat Bear Week, which is when they um they have like the the like cameras and stuff set up in the national parks and they um literally have like a like voting and stuff that you can vote on the best fat bear in the national parks because it's around this time that they're starting to really get chubby for hibernation
2: god same
1: so <laughs> real talk
2: real talk um,
1: <laughs> but uh but yeah so just like if you need something to just like cleanse your brain you can just go look at pictures of little chubby, chubby grizzly bears and stuff on the internet.
2: Yeah. And, and you know, it promotes the National Park Service, which deserves which more attention in America. So th- it's like one of the few government services that's truly good. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. That's another one. And also this
0: week we got news that there's more Left for Dead 2 content that Valve is behind. I didn't even research this. But I just saw that it, the tweet came from Valve. They it oh, said Jesus. it's made by fans. So that's cool, I guess. <laughs> they,
1: Interesting. I think yeah. their fans are being compensated.
0: <laughs> probably it's one not. Of those, probably not. But the the thing that I would question is if Valve even commissioned this. Or if some fans just did it. And Valve was like, oh, that's cool. Because um, the it modding scene useless. is pretty pretty big. So mm-hmm. there have been fan-made scenarios this whole time. Um... That Steam's like, look, if you're going to do this, or Valve's like, if you're going to do this, be our guest, like, we're not paying you for it. But also, like, you don't seem to want money, because you just were doing it, like...
2: Um, I mean, that's what happened with that whole, like, uh, Half-Life, um... Find the Freeman? No, it, it's it's the one that came out, like, last year, where it was kind of, like, finishing the final, like, chapter of Half-Life. Alex? They, like, did... No, they, they did, like, a remake of it. It started with a Z.
0: Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. I, don't I remember, remember, remember hunt down the Freeman in Half Life Alex, but yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, fans make a lot of stuff for that. So if if uh, Valve is promoting it, it's either just really good or they're bored, or I don't know. I, <laughs> I again, I didn't look
2: into it, but fans yeah. make content all the time for that game. The thing and that the, Valve is very good about, like kind of giving their blessing to people to like make stuff with the Source Engine. Within, gotcha. Even within, like, Half-Life and, like, Left for Dead and, I, yeah. I guess, Portal. Because yeah, <laughs> Lord knows they're not making a third game, so...
0: Yeah.
1: <sighs>
0: um, but yeah, so I don't feel too bad about if the fans didn't get compensated, if it was their idea to make it involved Just like, yeah, we won't sue you for using our IP to do whatever you want, uh-huh. like...
1: Yeah.
0: Because they already have the money, so they don't care. Now, if they ask them to do that, or <laughs> or are involved, or are making profit from it, then yeah, they should compensate the fans. But I'm, I was assuming that no money was changing was hands in, or questions yeah. were asked. It was just like, oh, hey, you made this. <laughs> like, hope it's good. The thing that threw me off, the reason I even looked at it, it said it was, like, another thing for Left 4 Dead 2, and it's, like, a final story. I'm like, and Bill was in it from the first game. Like, Bill already died at the end of, like, is this more, like, before the end of the second game stuff? Because, like, this dude should be dead, like, twice over five <laughs> times now. over. <laughs> um. But yeah, it looked pretty good. And lastly, uh, new DuckTales came out, which is pretty cool. I'm glad DuckTales is back. It's fun still.
1: Yeah, it's good stuff. It was a um, very uh, it was a Lena episode, really, more than anything. Yeah. Um, and therefore, pretty uh, gay overtones.
0: Yeah, gay overtones, like, undertones, text and subtext. subtext. Well, not text, but subtext. She never said "I love you" two as more than just friends, but like.
1: But Lena has two girlfriends.
0: Yeah, pretty the much. Um,
1: like that, her the power of them holding hands was what allowed Lena to uh, to unlock her own magic and not just use magicas.
0: Yeah, like, so. like, yeah, I get the power of friendship, but like, the friendship bracelets were already made. Like, you can't be more friends than that unless you're more than just friends. They're like, no, we'll hold hands. I'm like, ah, like Disney, you're allowed mm-hmm. to like have kind of gay characters like there's gay characters in the show like yeah uh... but it was very adorable though it was very power of friendship like use your own strength not hers kind of thing
1: yeah it was really cute the only thing i had a beef with was the uh the outfit lena's like sorceress outfit was a little funny looking
0: yeah i don't love it i like um, the, the the sweater I like, the shirt her regular, thing.
1: like casual there's... like hey arnold look
0: yeah there's a there's an established aesthetic going on yeah
1: <laughs> So I'm hoping that it's just like this is the outfit when I power up kind of thing. Yeah. Rather than like this is my new outfit going forward.
0: Kind of like the like a Gizmo Duck, Darkwing Duck kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, I guess we did we need like a uh, like one of the female characters to have like a powered up alter ego. Cause,
1: yeah, that's true.
0: Because I guess we didn't really have that so far, but it was fun. Magica continues to be a great character. Violet's hilarious, super matter fact character. Thanos showed up. Well, wasn't Thanos, but it was a magic gauntlet, like, the phantom blot. You know, it's it's all good. Fun show. Glad it's back. Can't wait to watch more the next couple days, I guess? Or yesterday when you hear this?
1: The, uh, here's a real question for you, because my roommate's been watching a ton of Criminal Minds. How much, um, are Apprentice and Della Duck different characters?
0: (sighs) That's, that's difficult, because, (laughs) uh... No, they're actually... They're not really... No, they are, because Prentice faked her death. (laughs) Della didn't fake her death. People just thought she was dead. And that wasn't really her... She caused it, but it wasn't her fault, if that makes sense. But wow, yeah, it is is hard not to just picture her every time I hear Della (laughs) and when I'm watching Criminal Minds because I need to do better. Uh... I was like that's just Della Duck Della, Della Duck and Spencer Reed It's great Um They're similar characters and it's very It's very adorable But yeah cool. That's that's, uh, what,
1: that's what I thought the answer was That's what she said but I wanted to get it corroborating Oh yeah opinion.
0: It's kind of like I feel like there's cop shows That you watch for like the copping That's kind of like what uh, Special Victims Unit Was about like busting the bad guys Mm-hmm. But I really imagining
1: a world where cops are most of the time catch a rapist.
0: I mean, I mean, if if we're gonna have any copaganda, like I'd rather be like where they actually solve crimes and stop rapists. Yes, that's 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 yeah, exactly. Um, but like Brooklyn Nine Nine and Criminal Minds, and like I don't really actually care about the crime. So if these both changed into like other occupations with no explanation, so
1: suddenly they were all firefighters. Yeah, like if
0: Brooklyn Nine Nine <laughs> was about firefighters and Criminal Minds just became about like psychologists or something or like just computer hackers i straight up just keep on watching it and they're like no explanation we just aren't cops now like cool cause I like you guys if SVU became not cops it'd be like yeah I don't know if this show really holds up but like Ice-T's here so I I feel okay (laughs) (laughs) anyway
1: abolish the police
0: yeah cause this shit can't Um. be reformed we've seen it time and time again and yeah so I think we yeah, let's end on a donor note that's that's nice right
1: yeah we love it
0: uh, do we have any good news we want to end on anything else
1: um anything good happening in the world I don't know there's a cool thing I signed up for y'all could sign up for um just a inve- investment of stamps but uh called the website called vote forward which is a way you can write letters to people to encourage them to register to vote and make sure they have a plan to go vote
0: that's cool um
1: So it's votefwd.com or .org or vote vote forward, just Google it, like, be an adult. (laughs) Um, Easy peasy. So I'm gonna check that out, but, you know, register to vote, vote for Joe Biden. We all, like, if you... Please, please do. Please, like, I am the last person in the world who enjoys saying that, but if you have like renewed your amazon prime subscription in the last year if you have eaten at chick-fil-a in the last year like you don't have a leg to stand on vote for biden
0: oh yeah we all do kinds all kinds of shit that we don't actually we are morally all, agree uh... with yeah
1: <laughs> yeah we are all all the time like making like giving ourselves like cheats on our like apparently hard-won morals and yeah for
2: being, for being for being anti-capitalist i sure do love buying video games <laughs> <laughs>
0: Hmm, suspicious. You you dislike capitalism, yet you participate in it. Suspicious.
1: Curious.
0: Oh, yeah, man. We vote, live in a wild-ass world. Participate
1: uh, in protests if you can. Support bail funds if you can't.
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, you know, voting is a big step. and We have to do so much more than just that. Uh, look at the down-ballot stuff. But when we say just vote, we don't mean... I don't mean that's, just vote and that's it. I mean... Just vote and then do more. Yeah, if you it's just yeah, vote a as second. a start.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: but yeah, and if you can do more, maybe maybe support our podcast by finding us at our <laughs> social media sites. Steph, would you like wow, to kick the social fucking, media biz, or should yeah, I do it?
1: What a fucking good uh, good segue you had there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guys uh, I'm out of have. practice. Um. <laughs> If you want to find us on the internet, you can find us all over those places. You can find us um, in our in, in the browser at uh, Character You can listen to us in the podcast, catcher, excuse me, in the podcast catcher of your choice. Um, by searching for Character Reveal, and that's Apple Podcasts, that's Spotify, that's Stitcher, that's
2: Google Podcasts.
1: Uh, Google Pod yeah, Google For like Podcasts. a couple
0: more months though, I, I, they're doing something with the Google Play. I, I don't I don't know what's going on with them.
2: It's fair.
1: Well, until they figure that out, <laughs> you can still find us there. Um, you can find us on Facebook at Character Reveal if you haven't already deleted your Facebook per Eric's instructions. Delete your Facebook. Um you can <laughs> You can find us on Instagram at Character Reveal. Uh you can find us on Twitter at Character Rev, um you can find Eric on Twitter at Tindy Losi, you can find me on Twitter at Captain Steph and on Tumblr at the Snow Queer and on Instagram at Hellistef, and you can find Dom at Brother Dom anywhere he wants to be found on the internet. And there was one more thing we were gonna uh, talk up and I can't remember what it is.
2: You should email us.
1: You could email us if you have any thoughts, you can email us about um being a guest or about topics for a new another episode, all that kind of cool stuff. That's character reveal at gmail.com. If you
2: need advice, we're not the McElroys, but we'll try.
1: <laughs> yeah, we can
2: also we, we upload <laughs> to YouTube kind of.
1: That's what it was.
2: I got you, fam.
0: But yeah, uh, I'm working on getting those uploaded. If that's something that you do like and appreciate, please let me know, and I'll try to make sure that those are up Keep uh, it going. and accessible. Yeah. Just another place to find us, our, our, our lovely voices.
1: Hell yeah. So yeah, so that's, uh, that's all the social media business, I believe.
0: Yeah, and that means that's the end of an episode, right? I think that's the end.
1: I think
0: that's the end. (laughs) I'm calling it the end. Listeners, (laughs) thank you so much for joining us for another episode of Geekly Reveal. We appreciate you hanging out with us, whether it be in the live stream or it be on the podcast, audio on demand, the the owl. We appreciate you every week with Geekly Reveal and uh, every other week with Character Reveal. It means a lot to us. And yeah, we definitely appreciate you all hanging out. But until next time, we will see you later. Bye. Bye.
1: And hey, email us if you like the new format.